Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, and welcome to... Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. John, long time. How's it been? It's been fine. Got a haircut. (laughs) It's a very special haircut. It's a little shades of Richard Spencer. Did not get it while kneeling. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. I'm gonna though. infiltrate them. I can say you, yeah, you stand in salute. There's no. Uh... That's right, salute. <laughs> John's gone from uh... just different kind of lesbian. Yeah, he's like a, a he owns a construction company lesbian. That does, <laughs> I like, was like interior, a... just like fancy interior design. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure what kind of lesbian I was before. Probably just beautiful. Yeah, lesbian? you were just. Yeah, a gorgeous you were just lesbian. a lovely woman. You were just like a beautiful woman. And now but... I'm a lesbian who will knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> And I drink whiskey. <laughs> and I have a, yeah. You do look tougher. Absolutely. You just, I think you're compensating by wearing more brooches now. So that's cool. Well, compensating, you know. I think, no, I think. Uh, Accentuating? Yeah, accentuating. <laughs> that's right. Devolving, evolving. I'm not sure what the word is. Finding your, your flu- fluid self. So and, this is. Androgyny's hot right now. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> so I'm, I've, I've recently dove in last night. Got myself an Xbox. Xbox One. I don't know how it will affect the podcast. Probably negatively. Mm. I don't know how things are going to go. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, start up a Grizzlies franchise. I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I did, keep you start, keep, I keep opening did you keep menus. Tony Allen? Uh, I almost thought about starting a Pelicans franchise. Just, just to know. Tony <laughs> I, I would have Tony Allen. I got to say, it's not my cream of wheat worst. It could be. Just seeing Tony Allen at the Pelicans media day. Made my heart hurt. Mm, yeah. Like I, I was aching. It's like seeing your ex on the ex social media. Not even the ex girl, but just the girl I'd always pined for from afar, and I felt like she'd always been kind of sending me good, good signals. No, this is your ex girlfriend. You, you guys were deep into it for years and built like s- funny nicknames yeah, for each other. It was pretty one-sided. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it hurt. And then I was thinking, like, this is something I guess all other NBA fans experience all the time. Honestly, as a Grizzlies fan, we haven't lost anybody we wanted in a long time. Yeah, that's Like, true. I was sad we didn't keep James Johnson after his one year, and I've been validated. I was right. Yeah. Ed Davis. Incredible. Ed mm-hmm. Davis, like, I, I knew he was gone, but that's no big deal. Like, to have a core guy, to have my favorite player on my favorite team leave, never felt that before. Oh, yeah. Welcome to my world, bro. I knew I, I had a, a brief glimpse at the life of a scorned Heat fan. Mm-hmm. Double score now, Chuck. Oh, it's all I can't even imagine what's happening in your brain and heart. So much to talk about here. Well, well, before we get into all that, uh, we should talk about breakfast. It's been a while. Did we have breakfast? I did. Supposed to go eat with John, but, um, you know, we... uh, we had some scheduling issues, so I decided to eat at home. I did not show up. Well, that was it. It's fine. <laughs> um, That's a familiar <laughs> scheduling issue. Yeah. So I uh, I hooked me up some uh, breakfast ramen. Okay. I don't, I don't know how you guys make your home ramen. This is my move. Drain Step through. 
I, I drain I, the water. I, I would say I break the pouch up. Oh no! I break up the Kroger pouch because I don't want to use a fork or a spoon. First of all, I don't use a Kroger pouch. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the Asian market and get the Mama brand uh, ramen, which is the best you can get because it comes with a little oil packet in it as well as the seasoning. Okay. So you get a little juice, and that's the way I prefer my ramen, uh, my home ramen. I like to drain the, the water yeah. and just make, and I'll throw a boiled egg in there, a soft boiled egg. Now you're, now you're rocking. A little bit of scallion, some, uh, you know. For breakfast? Yeah. An egg and noodles for breakfast. With scallion? So, yeah, a little bit of scallion. It's good. Not, well, you don't, put scallion, you don't put scallions in your eggs? Not for my breakfast. That happens all the time. What are you doing, Keith? I, you're, you're, you guys you're know smirching scallions. I it's the eat, perfect thing. Keith I is doing it wrong. I eat single ingredient <laughs> meals. <laughs> right. Pop <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> Pop-tart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not on there, yeah, egg. Mm-hmm. Hot sauce counts. <laughs> What's next on your eggs, Chuck? Salt and pepper. Oh, yeah, there, there's, no, there's no garnish Did like you put a, a scallion. There's no color outside of the sauce I might put on. Wants it brown or beige? I was talking to uh, uh, the next Fast Break Breakfast episode to come out. Wrap your brains around this. Already recorded an interview with uh, Kelly Dwyer. That man puts like 12 things on his oatmeal every morning and it blew my brain. Oatmeal. Like, how do you have that many ingredients just with you? Like, in your kitchen. What how kind do you have of missionary sex-having ding-dong eats oatmeal? Mm. Well, you, wait, wait, well, do you, here's a tease. Wait till you hear the ingredients, John. Wow. Well, are we talking like uh, chia? Like flax seeds? 100% yes. Keep going. Yes. Whoa. Uh, we're talking cottage cheese, maybe? Chuck's looked this monster in the eye before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was married to one. Is yeah. this someone from your past? <laughs> Blueberries for your, you know, Akai. antioxidants. Yeah. Acai. Yeah. Is that how you say that? I know we've been over this. Acai. Yeah, Acai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my breakfast. That is a lot cooler. I think my we, breakfast was a that, looks, that seems like something Raphael would stab you with. <laughs> <laughs> my breakfast was a single ingredient. Krispy Kreme donut. Mm. Glazed. Ooh, was a hot and fresh shine on? Oh, not days old. How do you reheat it, though? I didn't, I didn't reheat it. Just cold. Cold. Cold donut. It, it'll work. It'll yeah. keep. Chuck is a beard man. Mm-hmm. Uh, drippy glaze. I'm not for the drippy glaze if I don't need it. Get it. I'm not trying to impress anybody. I get it. So, yeah. I only I, do that when I'm alone. Right. And, and sad. That's yeah. just patently false. Oh, I'll do it in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> don't even try. John, did you have a breakfast? Uh, grapefruit. Beer? Stiegel? <laughs> grapefruit. <laughs> Again, a Rattler? A Rattler. Uh, breaking news. Breaking what? news. Grapefruits Sham- are gross? Shamsharania is reporting. Oh. Sham. Grapefruits are nasty. <laughs> no, no, no. no. He, uh, Joe Michael Green is coming back to the Grizzlies. Oh, you don't say. Is that breaking at, news? At, at, a, at a two-year, $17 million deal, which is exactly what we kind of called the whole time. Yeah. I was going to offer him a four-year, $32 million, uh, last year, you know, partially guaranteed. But I guess two-year, $17 million seems more than fair. So that leaves, like, what, just Mason Plumley unsigned? Is that the Oh, last? no, no, no. Again, as we play the game, where he now, John? <laughs> he you signed? missed this news. Oh, yeah, he went back to, Actually, to the that, log that, jam. He's uh, a nugget still, right? I don't want to uh, tip my hand. That is my worst of week, John. <laughs> oh, uh, so we'll get to that. Plumley resigning? <laughs> That's amazing. So anyway... <laughs> Those are those were our breakfasts. Wouldn't be the Nuggets without a log jam at the big man position. Oh no, it's. Hey guys, yeah. remember when uh, it was a huge deal when Paul Millsap signed with the Nuggets? Yeah, you, we, you remember when like just forget it? <laughs> how it excited we were so yeah. many months ago when <laughs> Paul Millsap joined Nikola Jokic. Uh, and now we've, lost, we've I've lost that. Nuggets it's all we're all you know what it is now. It's just like we've lost sensitivity. 
You know, it's like when you're a kid and you you found out how to jerk off, and then you just I knew this was getting porny, and then you just it just turns into a, a, a numb mess after a while. You got to give it a break. Dear God! Look, no one gave me that sex talk. I'm what? sorry. <laughs> I was had a hammer grip on it. And how do we undo? Do you have a time machine, Keith? This is before porn. I never saw anyone do it. You know, it was some just people like go back in about. time to want to go back in time to kill Hitler. I would shoot Chuck. Right anyway, in the face so this off season is that ago. summer in uh, 1996 when I figured out how to yank. It and I uh, almost broke my penis. <laughs> <clears throat> I think the best way to come down from that is to move to our breakfast in bed apologies, which is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. So do we have anything we need to apologize for? Do we ever? Yes. For the first time ever, I was confronted face to face and shamed by listeners. Oh. We, summarily, as a group, me, me by, by remaining silent. Because sometimes remaining silent makes you complicit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sat idly by as we made fun of Patrick Ewing and posited whether he was a good athlete or could play in today's NBA. Yes. And we're not even going to apologize. I've actually, I have penance for us this time. Chuck, we're going to acknowledge that Patrick Ewing... One of the 50 greatest NBA players ever. One of the the best centers in an era of great centers. You know, a perennial Eastern power, second only to the Jordan's Bulls. A team so good, and he was only star on this team. A team so good that when the Pacers finally beat them, ding dong, the witch is dead is declared. So I'm going to read, allow Chuck to read, dramatically, Patrick Ewing's greatest words. These may or may not be from his Hall of Fame acceptance speech. It may be from something else. Chuck, would you do me the honors? The girls danced, started fondling me. I got aroused. They performed oral sex. I hung around a little bit and talked to them. Then I left. These are my friends. You won't be complaining when you're sitting in the front row of Madison Square Garden. Those are Patrick Ewing's words from the Gold Club trial. Serving as our Hail Mary. Oh, I'm familiar. (laughs) We're sorry, Patrick. Sorry, Patrick. I wasn't sure about Chuck's voice he used. It was a strange move. I don't know why I went with it either. Because <clears throat> I know that doesn't look... That's not, I wasn't doing a Patrick Ewing It wasn't impression. really a Patrick Ewing. It was just like me... If you were going to be stereotypical about Patrick Ewing, I feel like you should have gone Jamaican. I, 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 can we, can we, let's Bye! All right, let's, let's hear it in a Jamaican accent. The girls danced, started fondling me. I got aroused and they performed oral sex. I hung around a little bit. And talk to them, then I left. These are my friends. <laughs> you won't be complaining when you're sitting down in the front row of the Madison Square Garden. Stick your AK over the fence. With a bit of an Irish uh, brogue. Th- that's a real brogue Jamaican right there. Irish it got really weird. It got weird. Flavor. I'm not known for my impressions. Shaggy! <laughs> so I guess that's a that's Walk an on. apology for everyone for mm. just with I'm sorry the listeners were upset we just not didn't I was confronted cite, in a restaurant by a listener we didn't cite the <laughs> like hey man the you guys are trial? like making fun of Patrick Ewing and like he's like the best Nick ever yeah what were you doing and I was like I he was like is that gonna end up being an apology it should be and I was like 
Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, he was the best. I'm Nick not going to apologize. That's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with that. That it's like saying the greatest Harvard quarterback. It's great that uh, Keith is Ryan going to go with a YouTube <laughs> clip. <laughs> I'm sticking to my guns. I saw a clip on YouTube. I'm sticking to my compilation of Patrick Ewing's ten greatest dunks. Were all unimpressive. They were very, That's, very hey, onward. Don't ever uh, watch a YouTube video of Bill Russell play. <laughs> Bill Russell or, or, with his 40% shooting from the field as a big man. <laughs> <laughs> what Keith is. Keith is uh, recency bias and Twitter made flesh. (laughs) (laughs) The the things Keith says have no permanence. (laughs) They are ephemeral in nature. Let them pass over you. (laughs) And never think of them again. And that actually transitions great to our future bets we're going to be making. Because uh, last year, our future bets were terrible. We were bad. And we hoped they uh, they passed the night. Were they that bad? I well, thought I ended up making a small amount of money. On, well, you, you can tell me what you actually wagered. I, I, I don't have that down. Oh, but it was bad. Based on what we... Our over-unders were good. Oh, okay. Our, our yeah. future, our, our prop bets, who's going to nope. be MVP and such. Didn't were, win any of them. No, I didn't win any of them. And but, for those of you at home who don't know, when John says he's won a small amount of, gum, of money gambling, he just barely covered the VIG. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So slowly killed by the VIG or the money line. Before we get there, I do want to tell you guys about our Patreon. Right now, we are setting up our fantasy leagues. I think we have found a home and sponsor for our fantasy leagues, but it's not official until October first. So I'm we gotta go have ahead. a talk about it. I'm boys. gonna go go and save that in the in the back pocket. But we will be setting up our international stack house of pancakes league, which is a negative league. I think it's going to be a gigantic league of lots of people uh the rosters will be small but you still will have to probably play good players uh which i know will be a disappointment but it'll be scary uh that should be fun so if you want to get involved with that you go to our patreon patreon.com slash fast break breakfast for four dollars a month you can get in that and you can also get in a regular head-to-head fantasy league looks like we will have at least two leagues uh and then maybe three if we get some more signups um, and we're going to try to work them all together so there's no one is the best league. But maybe in years in the future, there will be an elite league for the ones who finish maybe top half or so this year. So, again, if you love fantasy basketball, if you're one of our listeners and you want to support our show, you can get involved with all that at patreon.com slash breakfast. All right, steak and eggs. Best thing. I haven't done these in like six weeks. I know. I forgot how the show works. Yeah, yeah. So what is the best thing that you've seen in the last, can be any amount of time, I guess. I mean, uh, I guess I'm just going to go back to Presty once again, pulling down everybody's pants. How did Sam Presty do all this? I I get, you know, sometimes in fantasy sports you find that that those owners who don't know what they're doing yeah and you take their good players mm-hmm. and you give them your bad players <laughs> shout out at sam wilkinson yeah <laughs> uh, well, but he did it with two different owners right yeah he's kind of uh, uh he he there was There's, a perfect there, storm there for him to pick these two players because both of them were gonna probably be unhappy and leaving soon chess and checkers you know and he you know he, he worked it out he, he figured out the value, he, uh, but he's also renting guys that he may not have any. Like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And then if Russ leaves, you don't. You're not attached. You don't want to a long term commitment with Carmelo Anthony. You're absolutely right. But Paul George, if you would they like to have all him. leave. He has no big contracts to tie up Oklahoma City Thunder. If they all leave, mm-hmm. 
perfectly set up for a rebuild. It's like it's Oklahoma City and relocation. No one's going there. Yeah, so that's the next step. <laughs> it's beautiful. I, it's, beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. He acquired Paul George and Carmelo Anthony without trading away a first round draft pick. We That's are ants insane. in Sam Presti's afterbirth. Yeah, I for a long we time. We owe him all. That the guy that uh, drafted Harden, Westbrook, and uh, Durant, and Ibaka, and Ibaka, and couldn't keep them. Yeah. Uh, the, he ended up with you know probably one of the best off seasons a GM has had in in a long time. I mean, yeah. obviously, last year the Warriors getting Kevin Durant such a big deal, mm-hmm. huge GM win. But right. that was kind of a random occurrence, right. Of the cap spike and everything working out and perfectly. Curry being on a this, small I mean, contract, and this is a beautiful, bushy, blowing mustache that is covering up the hair lip that is Durant leaving and trading Harden for nothing. <laughs> it is, it is. So Sam Presti. Is our very own Magnum PI now? I don't mm-hmm. get how. <laughs> or actually, Stacy Keach probably works better. I don't get how <laughs> since he actually has a Thunder hairline. team. Uh, it just blows my mind how they've rebounded. Like, yeah, losing Durant and all of a sudden complete reload. Have a big three, a legit big three, not a Boston big three. Right. This is an actual big three. Right. Yeah, this is a legit. This is better than Boston. I see what big you three. did there. This is this big three is better than that team was, and yeah. you, and it's a awful, bloody, disgusting shame that they're going to get crushed. I mean, Russell, really, guys. The, I mean, John, I, I'm not big just, four. Stephen Adams. I'm not just <laughs> I'm not just trolling Boston people. I know Russell right. Westbrook is better than all the the Celtics big three. Yeah, Paul George is too. People, people can poo poo Carmelo, I guess, but uh, actually. I want to talk about. Is it time to talk about the makeup of this team? Should let's, we stay on just, this? Let's talk about it all right now. Yeah. So. One of the interesting things I think about picking up Carmelo is because uh, I think we all acknowledge that Paul George is one of the best players in the NBA. However, if there is like a weakness in his game, it's that sometimes in the half court, he doesn't seem that good to me. Okay. He's more of a like, he's, and I know the Pacers didn't always play this way, and, and even though they tried to, but in the half court, he doesn't seem, you know, transcendent to me. He's better when he's out there able to use his athleticism and length to do things. Carmelo Anthony's the best half-court player. Yeah. So this might, you know, they're, they're going to be able to play more styles than I thought. Uh, and I think, like, it's still going to be kind of strange, I think, and it's a strange makeup, but we're, like, entering a time where you can't really play the, like, oh, we'll just play a different style than everyone else because the team's, the personnel's gotten too good. Well, I think they've basically sub, you know substituted uh, players that couldn't shoot with players that can shoot from distance, and that helps Westbrook with his spacing. And you, I can see it all working out well and fine if Paul George and Carmelo have no problem with Russell being the best player on that team. I think like when we talk about team chemistry and psychology and that kind of stuff, that's gotta that's gotta happen. He's gotta take the last shot. I know that's stu- stupid, hot takey. But it, I, I just think that's the only way that team's going to work Speaking well. Speaking of last shot, Chuck, ESPN pulled out an incredible stat. In the last six years, this is clutch shooting in the last six years. In the last minute of fourth quarters or overtime in a game that's within three points, this could be a mini game of scones. Mm. Can you name the worst four players who have shot at least 65 times? So this is the last last fourth quarter, last minute of fourth quarters in overtime in close games. Who are the worst four players in the last six years? Carmelo. Yes. Paul George. Yes. Russell Westbrook. Yes. <laughs> and that's amazing. And number, no, and number four? 
That's a. Uh, it's got to be Kobe. Kobe Bryant. <laughs> uh, ding, ding, ding. Whoa, that's a home run. Uh, um, we did grand it. slam. Well done, guys. And that's with Russell Westbrook having a suddenly amazing year right. in the fourth that's quarter. Last year, so he must have. He was probably the worst for a while. Yeah. Paul George shoots eighteen percent in that in these situations. Right. Fifteen for eighty-four. So I think you know, obviously, if we, we've experimented with the Paul George as the alpha dog in Indiana and it didn't work out well for him. Uh, the Carmelo peak is over. He's now on the downside of his career. So both those guys need to stay in their lane and follow one of the greatest, you know, I think it'll be easy now because Westbrook had probably the greatest statistical season of all time last year. Another hilarious thing to me is when we talk about Carmelo Anthony and when we talked about him on the Knicks, I feel like everyone always said, we got to get him playing the four. We got to get Olympic mellow. We got to get mm-hmm. power forward Carmelo Anthony. And he was always like, no, I'm a three. I'm a three. The minute they trade him to Oklahoma City, he's like, yeah, I'm a starting power forward. Yeah. Like he, he suddenly kind of, accepts, like, this is a good role. So, like, Paul it works George. too because Paul George didn't want, doesn't like to play the four. So. Well, neither, but neither one of them did. Right. And now you have George and Anthony where, like, as a three and four, that's incredible to me. Right. I'm so excited about They also that. added, you know, Pat Patterson as a four, too. Right. Who does some pretty amazing stuff for your on numbers. Great. So, I'm, I mean, that's just. Hail Presty. If Pat Patterson is healthy, he struggled with, a, I think, a knee issue yes. all of last year. It was never quite 100%. If he's healthy, that guy is like a sixth man. I'm still confused about their big man rotation. Right. There is just Steven Adams yep. and the ghost of Nick Collison. I think Pat Patterson will play some center for them. Yeah, I think Pat Patterson might. Um, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant play can. a little bit yeah. of center. Yeah. He's just a weird dude. We yeah. don't know if he's actually good. He, he's more in the fun category. He will sure block you. Good. Yeah. So I... I yeah, I think we covered it. That's a best thing. Just a fantastic, fantastic acquisition uh, they, from Presti and just building that team. They're gonna be on. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna overtake. You think where are they in the in the yeah, West? Are they gonna overtake the Spurs and the Rockets? I think I think they could, but I wouldn't bet on it. Would I, you like to know what Vegas thinks? Yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they, you have to tell our listeners, I'll cover my ears. <laughs> um, so Vegas has them third. Is the th- most the third likeliest team to win the West? Yeah, behind. but the odds plummet. You've got Golden State minus two seventy five, right. San Antonio plus seven fifty, and then the third Oklahoma City plus seven thousand five hundred. Oh wow! Oh, oh to win, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, the- so the Rockets nowhere sniffing that. It's the Spurs being the next team. That's behind. what they. That's what Vegas you know how thinks. everyone gets excited at media day. Mm-hmm. I saw like with the one photo of Chris Paul where he was just like glumly staring down, sitting beside James Harden. And I was like, oh, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm, a, I'm just immediately out on the Rockets based on one photo I saw from Rockets Media Day. Sounds like your Patrick Ewing argument. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> that's a compilation of 10 plays, John. <laughs> the best ever. <laughs> All right. Uh, my, my best thing uh, is the report that when Dwight Howard was traded. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. Hawks, players screamed in jubilation. <laughs> Rapture. Rapture. Was that Baysmore, I guess, was the happiest? Baysmore was just waving a Who towel. Who hates him the most? I mean, Baysgod is prone to show was his excitement. Was it Ilyasova? I just want to know, if, did Baysmore have a bench to leap off from? Probably not, because he has to play 40 minutes. You know what it is. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder's finally can stop uh, dyeing his hair, because that's all Dwight did. He would just <laughs> pour bleach on the top of his head. That's why he has that crappy haircut. So I'm also stretch. I'm also I guess (laughs) I guess for uh, if it's a zero sum game as far as Dwight Howard joy, I now feel really bad for my boys 
the Robert Cats, old Zeller and Steve Clifford, bringing in that locker room cancer, a guy who can't keep his mouth shut, wants to give pregame speeches, apparently uh, has undercut every team he's been on, so I'm not excited about him joining the Hornets. The most hated, most flatulent player of all. That's right. Chuck, you got a uh, best thing? Uh, my best thing is uh, Dwayne Wade uh, signing with the Cavs uh, because obviously, what? yeah, reunited. He's, and he's uh, so bad. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's it's no longer Cleveland Cavaliers. It's the Cav uh, the Cavaliers of Miami of Ohio. Uh, they're great. I'm loving it. This is uh, Ben Roethlisberger alumni. The, he is. It's kind of like that Clippers D League team. What are they the, called? The uh, Agua Cayente Clippers <laughs> of Ontario, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> that's great. I think it's, I'm not sure how much that's accurate, but the, it's something it's like that. Probably the last little bit um, is the truest. But the Dwayne Way is continuing his sabotage tour uh, <laughs> of ruining ruining Chicago, leaving them sabotage. after a year. He lost. Uh, so basically, he gave up the amount of money that would have he would have kept him in Miami for the season, which kind of hurts as a Heat fan. But it also gives me this. Say that again. What do you mean? So he, when his the the money left on the table in, the in Chicago, million, he gave back. He gave back would have been what he would have had to not take to play in Miami. See what I'm saying? I mean, I know he's making. He made forty four million dollars. No, thirty. He made thirty nine and a half million dollars for playing on the the Bulls last year. That's. Because he because he got his twenty three from last year, Correct. oh and then yeah, his sixteen from this year or whatever it was. But um, that was a, so yeah, he would have. He's still getting paid sixteen million dollars this year. Jeez, and he plus gave up. whatever he plus the minimum salary he signed on, on the Cavs. So the Bulls, that'll buy you a lot of Valtrex, Chuck. The mm, Bulls paid herpes. him thirty million thirty nine million dollars for one season. All right, that's incredible. Yeah, okay, then I'm I'm less hurt about that. Yeah, wow, bull. but he is going on a magical, uh, destructive tour. He's a secret sleeper cell agent that Pat Riley has inserted into two franchises that he despises, and he will bring down the cast from the inside. Mark, my words, boys. You know, like, I like all the Pat Riley mastermind talk as the Heat continue to flounder. They don't flounder. They stay st- steady in a s- turbulent sea, while everyone else is, you know. Trying to stay above the water. Who team a, he on? Kelly Olynyk. Uh, I think he's playing for the for the Sioux, Sioux Falls uh, Buffalo Storm. I think he might be a starter on the Heat. I'm not sure. Believe. That's I think he's saying. You can say they say steady. The, I see a team that is picked to finish seventh in the horrible, 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 horrible Eastern Conference. No, he is. Be he's taking over those uh, Luke Babbitt honorary starts. Yeah, they need a season. they need a big that can shoot. They John, did, you know how many games well. Luke Babbitt started last year? A lot of games. I'm going to go with 40. I think it was 51. Yeah. Games. I'm not sure. That's the top of the head. Babad. Hey, Babad. Hey. <laughs> as the, you guys as just, the soundboard. Are you guys just, you guys just a little bit sad that this is the first uh, you, season of our podcast we're going into where the Heat are better than the Grizzlies, right? Is that what you're talking no. about? No. We are the the Heat are not better than are. the Grizzlies. Wait, we weren't the Heat really good? Oh, I guess they weren't. Yeah. I don't know if the, the Heat are not. I don't think. I'm the Heat. Sure. I will give Chuck this. The Heat have slightly better odds to be NBA champion than the Grizzlies. But then again, once again, the Heat play in the East. Well, well, that's a good transition. Speaking of the Grizzlies, the opposite of our steak and eggs is our cream of wheats. Worst of wheat. Is it creams of wheat? Cream singular. Creams of wheat. Sorry, creams sorry, Keith, but I'm not letting this go. Cream so, of uh, what player on the Heat would you not trade for either Mike Conley or Marcus All? 
I wouldn't trade. Guess what? You you don't have the you don't have the ammo to get either. Oh, see, that's the bums you got. You're talking about a team though. Who are you guys starting at I shooting would guard? Take Drogage. What's that? Babbitt starter. He what did you play. say? Babbitt he starter. Is, he isn't playing. Oh, I'm there sorry, anymore. Kelly Olynyk starter. He's a solid NBA starter. <laughs> the Heat he played on an Eastern Conference Finals team. The Heat's three through nine is way better than the Grizzlies three through nine. Yeah. Fact. Yeah. They're I would team. I would take James Johnson, Josh Richardson, and Goran Dragic. It's too much money. They make too much money for Chandler Parsons and uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Cream of wheat, worst of week. Doesn't t- technically Chandler Parsons play for Miami? I don't know what he <laughs> spends all his time in South Beach and in Ch- Cancun. <laughs> all right, back to you. Yeah. Anyway, back my my worst thing is the Grizzlies traded to get rid of Troy Daniels. That on its own is not my worst thing. I knew that was going to happen. They gave up a second round pick to unload Troy Daniels because they had to get the roster down to 15 and might as well save some money for next year. But my worst thing is the Grizzlies have now pretty much dumped all of the future assets they had for a collection of second round guys who we don't know if any of them are NBA basketball players. They traded the 2019 Clippers first round pick, the Brooklyn Nets 2018, no, Brooklyn Nets 2019 pick, and then two second round picks in 2018 for Deontay Davis, Roddy Zagarach, Ivan Rabb, and Dylan Brooks. Broccoli Rabb. So maybe one of those guys hits, but man, cashing in all those assets for four guys who we aren't sure are NBA players, not to mention rotation players, has me a little down. And then I guess you could look at the fact that with reports that Jarrell Martin is going to get waived. How about reports that our owner is a fraud? Also, the reports that Ubiquity is a fraud. I, I'm not buying it. I, I, I dug a little more into it. No. Did you watch a YouTube video about it? I watched the YouTube video about it. It was a little bit Robert longer. Robert Perez dunks more impressive than, 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 than the Patrick Ewing video. <laughs> I, I do like the idea that the old, like Jason Levian, who's try, who might want to buy... Robert Parrish shares of the Grizzlies and has that option in October. I do like the idea that he put this other man, the, was it Citrion? Yeah. He put him on to Ubiquity to try to tank the stock to make it more difficult for Parrish to get the money ready to buy. I I like all these machinations of rich people and and fighting and the idea. Machiavellian machinations. Yeah, if it could be a conspiracy that that are happening. Smell it out. It smells a little fishy, but I don't like to get into the financial world because I got stocks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You got, uh, you got, you know, that's your own fishy. personal interests <laughs> to take care of. No, but I was looking. If Jerome, if Jerome Martin does get waived, this would be two years in a row because Jordan Adams was waived before his three years on his rookie contract mm-hmm. were up. Uh, and then if you look back, the last Grizzlies draft pick to not either get waived before his three-year rookie deal was up Is it or, Mike get, or get traded Tell me it's before, Mike before his second year is uh, Hashim Thabit, <sighs> My, which is 2009. And obviously that was a terrible pick on its own. Because mm-hmm. so you guys passed the on The first round everyone. draft picks like, like Xavier Henry traded after one year. Uh, Grievous Vasquez, even when they hit the draft pick, they traded him after his rookie year. Yeah, Mike Conley, Wade Baldwin, the only Grizzlies draft pick still around. It's dark. So I don't know. That's my, that's my worst. They traded away their future. Also, even if they had a future, they would have drafted garbage. And that is your exceedingly somber update of our favorite teams. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. The Heat <laughs> and the Grizzlies update. What are your uh, worst of weeks, guys? Man, I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, really pissed off at LeBron. Um, he was still. How dare he say 
what he said about the president and <laughs> make me agree with him and think he's awesome. That's I mean, terrible. I hate you, LeBron. You said something awesome. You called the president a bum. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty great. And it's the, but it was also the most retweeted tweet ever by an athlete. It's you know, like social media we gold. We don't often weigh in politically. So I'm actually, I actually have someone on the line who's going to help us. This is actually surprising. I didn't think we would get this guest. Big guest. Get. Big guest. Uh, Chuck actually has taken a knee. Uh, I believe John, uh, John and I are now also... also. My haircut uh, prevents me from taking a knee. Uh, take a knee. Where, wherever you are, uh, if you're driving in your car, maybe just pull over and, uh, and let's, let's, let's take a knee. We're going to have a very, uh, I think, an inspirational word from friend of the show. Go ahead. Yeah, you're wrong. I, I wonder what the people think about who voted for him, uh, where their line is, how much they can take, uh, where does the, the, the morality and the decency kick in, you know, are countries an embarrassment in the world? Uh, this, is, this is an individual actually thought that when people held arms during the games that they were doing it to honor the flag. That's delusional, absolutely delusional, but it's what we have to live with. So you got a choice. Uh, we can continue to bounce our heads off the wall with his conduct, or we can decide that the institutions of our country are more important, that people are more important, uh, that the decent America that we all thought we had and want is more important, and get down to business at the grassroots level and do what we have to do. Uh, I guess that's enough for now. You know, obviously, you know, race is the elephant in the room, and we, and we all understand that. But uh, unless it is talked about constantly, it's not going to get better. People get bored. Oh, is it that again? They pull in a race card again. Why do we have to talk about that? Well, because it, it's uncomfortable. And there has to be an uncomfortable element in the discourse for anything to change. You know, whether it's the LGBT movement or, you know, uh, women's suffrage, uh, race, it doesn't matter. Uh, people have to be made to feel uncomfortable, and especially white people, because we're comfortable. We still have no clue of what being born white means. It's like you're at the 50, you know, the 50 meter mark in a 100 meter dash, uh, and you got that kind of a lead. Yes, because you were born white, you have advantages that are systemically, uh, culturally, psychologically there. And they've been built up and cemented for hundreds of years. But many people can't look at it. It's, it's too difficult. Uh, it, it can't be something that is on their plate on a daily basis. People want to hold their position. People want the status quo. People don't want to give that up. And until it's given up, it's not going to be fixed. Again, I'm just one dude walking around, and that's how I feel. Well, wow, that was a very... 
inspiring and challenging. You know what? If Pop don't like it, he can go back to France with Tony Parker and have himself some French toast and some French fries well, yeah. while I have my freedom toast and my freedom fries. My freedom tickler. So, that's right. <laughs> so I, 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 that, at the very least, kiss my wife. <laughs> I mean, I, I, again, I don't want to alienate some of our listeners. That's, I do, but that, but that was a big get for our show. I'm just saying, get to get Popovich to give us a little, you know. It's a great. Thanks to, for coming on, Pop. We love you. To to express his opinion. So that's a great. That was your worst. Chuck. Whose dress mm-hmm. would uh, Pop you, uh, you rid- ridicule more? Mine or Craig Sager's? <laughs> That's the thing. Pop wouldn't. <clears throat> he would just be like, you look lovely, sir. <laughs> or ma'am. <laughs> sir however, or madam. However you identify John. John, what's your worst of week? Besides Tony Allen no longer being a Memphis Grizzly? No, we already covered that. We already covered that, that two anymore. weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, I guess I'll go with, like, I'm not super into what the Denver Nuggets are doing. Oh, yeah. I'm super confused. By their acquisitions and their resigning. Oh yeah, I even teased that earlier. That was going to be my worst of week, but I went with the Grizzlies. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, so, so they, they they signed Mason Plumley to a three-year, forty-one million-dollar deal. They already have Jokic and Paul Millsap. Mm-hmm. They had him as a restricted free agent. All the leverage. Don't have to give him a big contract. They're going to give Gary Harris a, an extension. Reports are immediately. Next year, they're going to need to give Jokic maybe a max offer. Like, I would have understood the... How did Yusuf Nurkic end up being the odd man out? Well, that, that, a lot of that was on Yusuf. Sure. Being... A, a carnivorous man. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> crumbling, not accepting a role. Uh, so and it didn't work out together. And yes, they traded, and, and it turned out to be a bad trade for the Nuggets. But then to double down on it and to give this massive contract, they're going to be like a luxury cap team next year. And we don't even know if they're a luxury tax team right. next year. And we don't even know if they're any good. Yeah. Like we think they might be like a five, six, seven seed, but there's no guarantee of that because they don't have, we don't know what their point guard play is going to be. Right. Like Jameer Nelson was their best point guard last year. Um, and you don't, you want more than that going forward. Uh, we don't know if Moody is going to be good or if J- Jamal Murray can play all those minutes. So, giving all that money to Mason Plumley, which also seems to I- indicate he's going to play a lot of minutes. The Jokic Plumley lineups were not very good. And that's playing two bigs. Maybe it with, you can work yourself into with an entire off season and training camp to prepare. They'll have a much better rapport on the court and it'll work better. But I don't know the idea of tying up so much money with, for a backup center and a guy that maybe can't play that well with both of your other uh, big yeah, you can't, starters. you can't line those three up the, together. The Nuggets just smacked to me of, like, half-assed analytics. Because you can go and look at Plumlee's numbers, and, like, his advanced stats kind of look pretty good. But then when you notice what his stats look like with the best players on your team, they suddenly look very bad. And then if you compare in Portland, I believe Yusuf Nurkic's, Nurkic's that's hard to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. assist percentage was higher than it, Mason Plumlee's it, was. Uh, it was as high as Jokic's. Yeah, because um, <laughs> like, like Nurkic, when he got on the Blazers, was also getting like four assists a game, three, mm-hmm. three four assists a game. So I, I don't get it. And also you're, you're depending so heavily for the Nuggets on Wilson Chandler at the three, who had a healthy season last year but isn't known for being right. healthy. Just committing those resources to another big when you have other needs. And uh, everyone likes Paul Millsap, but when your best players are that young, it doesn't. it just doesn't add up to me at all. Yeah. Like, it's not. Why, why go get a 30-something, you know, 
guy who plays the position of your best player. I think it's because uh, there's something in the CBA bylaws that Plumleys have to get paid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just gotta give 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 them whatever's left. They got that. Maybe they old... thought it. Maybe they thought he was a Ziller. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, those were our worst of weeks. Now we're going to do a look at some off-season prop bets and future bets. These are not our over/unders, but these are some other. Bets that are available now if you want to lose some of your money. Last year, we again, we didn't do very well. Uh, like if you wanted to pick the NBA champion last year, taking the field was plus 130. Uh, we thought that was pretty good. No, you, you would have lost. The, uh, the Warriors did, in fact, win the title. We, uh, the, Russ Westbrook last year was the prohibitive favorite at MVP. We kind of thought it was good, but none of us really went with it. I think John and I both liked Durant at 12 to 1 last year. Lost plenty of money on that. So, so, so that was no good. Uh, our rookie of the year bets were nowhere close because obviously no one had Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, if you do go back and listen. I already forgot that he won that. I, I, I picked my bet from last summer was I wanted to bet that Joel Embiid doesn't play 30 games. I would have lost that as well. He played mm-hmm. 31. Oof. So uh, again, we didn't do very well last year on these, but that's not going to stop us. From doing them again. Let it ride, folks. Let's begin with Rookie of the Year. Yep. We have Lonzo Ball, plus 225. Ben Simmons, plus 275. In third, Dennis Smith with plus 400. Jason Tatum at plus 800. Markel Fultz at plus 800. De'Aaron Fox at plus 1,200. Malik Monk at plus 1,800. Josh Jackson at plus 2,000. John Collins at plus 3,300. And then I'm going to skip the next few because I don't think anybody cares. And your boy, the finisher, Lowry Markkinen at plus 5,000. The Euroball treasure. I love Markkinen. Plus 5,000 is kind of the price is right. Ooh-wee. Um, there is no... Me no, taking, Bubba. So this is my completely uh, facts, factless analysis. Mm-hmm. So I'll come from the gut, boys. Here Sounds it comes. From, right. the bu- a, from the old gut. From the old gut. Uh, I think Ball, Lonzo Ball. There's a lot of this hype hype going on. Jason Kidd's calling him is better than he was as a rookie. You know, Jason it's, Kidd was pretty bad at shooting as a rookie. He was, but he, he could play ball. He was getting like seven assists as a rookie. I think that's a lot of pressure. And he's in his hometown, has a couple bad games, gets in his head. Dad starts yelling at him, taking his shirt off on the, you know, in the doing the Lonzo walk, doing the Lonzo walk, getting them all nervous, getting all like AAU basketball father coach. He's a He's a loser. So who are you going with? So you're just you're just shooting down Lonzo. Lonzo's not. I don't believe in him. I think the uh, taking the story, your boy Ben Simmons. What I believe is the story's going to be important. You know the you know we're not going to look at anything other than the story of a of a player coming into the league and leading his team to the playoffs, which I think will happen with Philadelphia. And uh, the boy Ben Simmons will be the guy who gets that. Uh, I, I liked it thing. better when you saw Ben Simmons play one game at LSU and declared him a bum. That yeah. was better. That was really good. Last year, we actually thought Ben Simmons would probably be Rookie of the Year. Right. And honestly, no. did not play. But the Los Angeles angle is such a massive advantage for Lonzo Ball to win. Yeah. If Lonzo Ball was in Portland, no, he would not be the favorite to win Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. even if Portland was in the same situation, being bad, and him getting all those minutes. I think the Lonzo Ball thing is an incredible advantage. I don't think he even has to do that much to keep his name in the rookie of year conversation all season. All he has to do is not suck. Yeah. Right. He's going to get the opportunity. But I think it's going to be a tight race all season, assuming health for all three of these guys, Dennis Smith Jr., Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball. Those top three, that's incredible. Uh, 
I lean towards, because of the media market and because I already bet $50 to one of our Patreon supporters, that he would average eight assists per game. That's kind of crazy. Whoa, I just thought you said he'd be in the top ten. Oh, top ten. Is yeah. that what he did? Yeah, don't, don't miss don't miss I don't that. I don't want to miss yeah, Cause, this. Because eight assists per game will get you in the top ten easily. Assists a lot. I, I bet one of, our, one of our Patreon supporters that Lonzo Ball would be top ten in assists per game this season. I think just the media market, the overwhelming, he's going to be on SportsCenter every night, and all these stupid AP writers who don't even watch basketball are going to look at the Rookie of the Year ballot and be like, I heard about Lonzo Ball every day. Yeah, so I think, I, think, I think Lonzo Ball, even though he is the favorite, uh, I, I would go with it. All right, now that you pretenders are done talking. Yes. I will actually be placing money on Lonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, Dennis Smith, the top three. Yep. And then I got my long shots. Yep. And to me, because Lonzo, Ben, and Dennis, they're going to start and they're going to play a lot. Yeah. So that's why I like them. Jason Tatum, he, you know, he could get stuck on the bench more than I like. Fultz. Fultz might be an interesting one, too, but I'm looking at the bigger ones. I like John Collins, Hawks, plus 3,300. Laurie Markkinen, plus 5,000. I like the Laurie Markkinen, plus 5,000. I will say, <laughs> talking to some Hawks people, yeah, they don't think Collins is even going to play much to start the season. I retract my statement. So I, I, I don't, again, I just a, want guys who are going to play. A lot of times this offseason talk is all smoke screens. Right. But uh, I know Atlanta Hawks day one at camp. Then who is playing? Dwayne Dedman, Ursan Ilyasova are our first team guys. Oh. Uh, the Hawks are going for wins. Dwayne the dead man did. Here's one I found about some of the rookies that we talked about. Markel Fultz, who none of us think is going to win rookie of the year. Does he average over 2.5 assists? That's all That's all the number is. Minus 200 for over 2.5 or plus 150 for under 2.5. I think considering injury history is of the players around him, I'm going to go with over. It seems like getting three assists shouldn't be that hard. Right. But if, uh, you know, if Joel Embiid doesn't play that much and he's just throwing it to Sarich and Rashawn Holmes or Amir Johnson, mm-hmm. that's, not, that's not good for points. And then... I don't know how how many kickouts can he get to to JJ and Bob Cove? I don't know, but it, two two point five seems so low. But that's they're that's, not, they're that's not a believe- scary one. They're, they're they're not the fact that that number is so low makes me want to stay away. Shall we do MVP? Or you got some other fun ones. Oh yeah, I got some other fun ones on Marco Fultz. Also, uh, points per game over over twelve point five minus two fifty for over plus one eighty for under twelve point five. It's amazing to me that they would think that perhaps he would score twelve and a half points a game while only. Averaging two and a half assists. Yeah, I feel like this is a lot of this. Whatever casino is doing this is not in love right. with with Markel Fultz. So yeah, let's move to the uh, treating him more as a gunner than a distributor. It seems correct. Yeah, you want to move to the. I'm not going to list out all the MVP MVP because uh, yeah. I feel like I did that for the rookies and it was boring and stupid. No one remembered as soon as I said it out loud. <laughs> so why don't you guys just tell ask me what the odds are for some of your favorites. Well, what, what, what are the... Give us, like, the top Kawhi five. Kawhi Leonard is number one. Really? At plus 350. LeBron James is number two at plus 450. Kevin Durant, to repeat... At, or not to repeat. That was our pick for That was our year. dream. Yeah. <laughs> Her, uh, Russell Westbrook, to repeat, at plus 600. And uh, tied after that, we've got Giannis and Harden at plus 1,000, and then Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving at plus 1,200. Hmm. To me, those are the, the big favorites there. Now I don't. I think it's hard for me to pick a winner, but I think there's a couple storylines that could have me believing that Kyrie is in the running at the end of the year as like an MVP candidate. 
if they're number one in the East, he's averaging 29 a game and nine assists and right. shooting 45% from three. He's going to be somebody everyone's going to talk about because the story's good. Right. So um, I feel like the easiest storyline is just LeBron getting it. Right. Right. If LeBron, if that team does uh, ex- exceed what we think will be, you know, a subpar regular season to right. save for the offseason, then yeah, that could be a storyline that people are back on LeBron's team and the, the you know heat heat duo back together blah 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 that story would be fun. LeBron sitting games scares me off of him a little bit. There's for sure he's going to be resting way more this year than previous seasons. I think the Cavs also might win like 48 games. I, that's another thing too. I don't think they care about winning the. Uh, so so if that's the case, then his his MVP talk because you're not putting him in the in the conversation if that team's not one or two in the East. Man. I kind of love Durant again. Oh, God. Even though he's a heavy favorite. Twitter. We didn't even mention his Twitter thing. Nah, whatever. <laughs> Everyone else did that. Yeah. The, <laughs> that was so long ago, it I seems mean, like. Kevin Durant put up a 30-point triple-double in the playoffs. Right. He's, going to, he's only going to play 30 minutes a game. Right. But if he puts up the numbers he put up last year, with, I feel like, the carryover momentum from the finals MVP, if he shoots 58% or 60% even mm-hmm. as a perimeter player right. and has this one-and-a-half blocks or two blocks a game and two steals a game and four assists, I think that... Because if the Warriors fall into winning 68 games without trying, right. I think Durant could win an MVP. And maybe with his Twitter thing with his off season of just being in the news all the time. Right. Maybe yeah. he wants it. Mm-hmm. Chip, and just chip like on it, your shoulder MVP. Yeah. Um, I think it, I think I actually think it's going to be tougher for Durant to win, win MVP because I don't think, the, I don't think he has a very good relationship with the media. Yep. And guess who votes on these things? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chuck has already said the smartest bet. What is it? Kyrie. He puts up the big numbers. The story is very easy. I have one long shot. I like. Blake Griffin. Mm. We said that last year. We Plus 4,000. That's a huge. I'm done believing in the Clippers or Blake Griffin. Yeah. I do, it's just an interesting one. I don't think I have the balls to put the money there. I mean, we, but Blake Griffin and Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid are all tied at plus 4,000. No. Above the likes of Damian Lillard. It's wasted money. It's interesting. Wasted money. I think Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's interesting. If he there makes. Could, he could get momentum there. If he makes another jump. Mm-hmm. If the Bucks make a leap, because the Bucks would his, need to make a leap. His jump last year was so huge. Right, R- right. Let's say he no goes one saw from, coming. Let's say he goes from twenty percent uh, sh- uh, three point percentage right. to like twenty seven percent. So he's, why he's got he's got a long way before I think you can even talk about him. Why did we collectively ignore the favorite Kawhi Leonard? I don't see it. I I can see it being this but, like you know crowning season for him because he'll it, if his progression he got some. Some you know Zach Lowe chose him last yeah. year. He's if, going to need all the nerdy Twitterati love to carry his storyline because he isn't. He does not excite people. No, you're right. But what is gonna what is kind of unignorable is his uh, year after year improvement. And what I'm saying is, right now the Kawhi from last season. Who cares if he's doing uh you know scoring six more points a game and getting an extra rebound and two more assists. You know, you're you're looking at a player who's kind of rounding out and getting better. If he gets better, I don't, I can't see, and they're you know one or two in the West in a stacked West. Um, that would be something that we could you know get behind as far as like a narrative goes. I can't, I can't get my brain there. I, I'm actually confused why he's the favorite. Like, like I, I really have difficulty wrapping my brain around it. I just think his, this is he, this is his year to dominate on 
in his uh, prime, you know, and everybody's uh, kind of extrapolating from last year's performance and the fact that he's on a team that's, you know, slated to be second best in the West. Do any of these other guys have a shot? I mean, I'm looking at, I don't feel like Westbrook can win it again because his numbers are going to go down. Well, well, that's something that, you know, I was very curious about. I put it in the the Slack chat. I put a poll up about, do you think Westbrook's assist numbers are going to go down or up? And the same with his rebounds, you know, because these are two guys that uh, can rebound well for their positions um, and they can do two things if they're focused on it that would kind of take away from his, you know, statistical stuff. But if he does manage to get a triple-double again, you know, which could happen. I, I can't even wrap my brain around I, any long shots. What do you got? What do you got, John? Well, I feel like kind of the only way to look at this really is to see like who has other players on his team to pull away from it. Uh-huh. Are there storylines that take him out of it? <clears throat> and that's why, you know, I think the Kawhi thing is worth talking about. I didn't pick him either. Kyrie has the most compelling story to me. After last year's debacle, I will not be making any MVP bets this year. Uh, Just because I feel like we're going to get limited to two or three guys again, and then it's going to just come down in an essentially meaningless media debate. We didn't do too bad. We picked Durant last year. That was the guy we kind of agreed upon. We kind of thought he he was an injury. We acknowledged it was a long shot. It was 12 to 1. Like, like we don't love any of these, but, but if he I'm probably, bet, I mean, if they, if he plays the whole season and doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't get hurt, he, I feel like someone on the Warriors is going to get it. And yeah. I feel like he has the advantage over Steph Curry. Right. Steph Curry is a long shot. He's Draymond Green now. is way down here at plus 10,000. Yeah. There's no chance Draymond Green <laughs> wins it. I, like, I don't, I don't mean, I don't see any of these things. Like where's for, Clay Thompson? Where's for Clay me, Thompson? If on <laughs> Tedekumpo, Hey can guys, carry the bucks to 50 wins. Here's some guys who all have the exact same odds. The long shots ready at plus 25,000. These are hilarious. Yep. Dirk. <laughs> Dwight House. <laughs> Dwight House. Hassan Whiteside. What about Kimball Walker? Jeff Teague. Kimball Walker's at plus 15,000. Jeff Teague. Devin Booker. And this one is my favorite. Even funnier than Dwight. Andre Drummond. <laughs> Shout out Andre Drummond. So I, I, I found this. Uh, what about Kevin Love? Super long shot. Plus 20K. LeBron gets hurt. They sit LeBron down for a while. Still, he's in the playoffs. K-11 special sauce MVP. And they could probably (laughs) be like number one in the East with Kevin Love. Oh, Jimmy Butler. What if the Timberwolves take it? Well, the Timberwolves take it. I'm just going to say every player. It's a Carl Anthony (laughs) Towns or Jimmy. I feel like all these people um, are taken away from the. Like they cannibalize each other's chances. Like I don't think Harden can do it because of Chris Paul. But I think mostly what, what it all breaks down to is your MVP you know, historically comes from the top two seeds in either conference. That was busted last year. But that was only because of a historically, you know, crazy statistical year. You know, I think but, we're going to keep seeing all those wild numbers. Yeah. You think? Yeah. No, I just think, I think, I think the numbers we saw last year, we're going to keep seeing. We're going to see stuff. like crazy Assists, triple double from a guy like that. I mean, uh, it's possible. Speaking of wild numbers, here's your odds for who will lead the league in scoring. James Harden plus 350, Russell Westbrook plus 450, Durant plus 700, LeBron James plus 750. Then we got Kyrie Irving, Anthony Davis at 1200, Kawhi Leonard, Devin Booker down at 1600, Damian Lillard 1600, DeMar DeRozan 1600. I think I like the last two best if you're making me place bets. Dame and uh, DeMar. I would lean towards Dame. Yeah. Like a 16 to 1. Dame's pretty disrespected on this period. I think he's going to have another all star yeah. chip on his shoulder season looking at it so far. 
Not getting a lot of respect. Also, uh, Antetokounmpo, 30 to 1. DeRose. What if he starts scoring 33 points a game? I mean, it's... <laughs> with two blocks and three steals and... Right. He I, might... I am fully engorged now. Stop this. I can see. <laughs> yeah, I know. What if he does make this sort what of if he just does like it? prodigious I am, leap? Man, I am so down on the I want to know the season. Pers- Oh. Like I feel like the Bucks did nothing to build around their like top five NBA player, but that kind of bodes well for his if like, they can win ascension is yeah. his ascension into statistical greatness because if they suck and he has to do everything, then he's capable of doing it. Short of I mean, what's three. what's Kawhi Leonard's ceiling? Can he average thirty points a game? I think you could get up there. What what did he do last year? Twenty six, twenty six or something. Right, and he's progressed year after year. He was twenty one the year before, I think, something like that, or twenty four, twenty one year before that. Like he's literally like he was twenty five li- and a half last year. Yeah, so he's you know he's trending up, and you would assume that his uh, his abilities getting better because he's a programmed robot. You guys are. Are you guys into the Kyrie? Kyrie at twelve to one, twelve hundred to twelve hundred to lead the league in scoring. I think he has not bad. Yeah, because what he was closer to to twenty seven last year. He was a leading scorer. You know, yeah, yeah. When he was sharing the ball with LeBron, he's going to be no doubt. You know, the number one option on that. I think I do. I do Westbrook again, four fifty. I could see that one hundred percent. I don't know. Carmelo's going to take some shots. No, I think it's going. I think those those players just basically improve those positions that they were kind of weak at, and it allows him to, you know, score more. But he'll have less traffic. Car- in lane. Carmelo takes five minutes out of a basketball game. Here, uh, here's one for you, John. You sure? Carmelo Anthony, seventeen and a half points per game, over minus one thirty, under minus one ten. Over. Yeah. Yeah. Over seventeen and a half. I, the, I think so. In the bank. <laughs> in the bank. Do it. He's going to have lots of wide open looks yeah. now. And he is a great open three corner yeah. shooter. He's going to he's going to destroy a lot. Yeah, he's going to probably hit three or four game. You write these down. <laughs> Here's some John uh to wrap up. Bets to make the playoffs for teams to make the playoffs. I'm looking at a lot of these. I'm actually over at mybookie.ag. Uh-oh. Is this just a weird Mm-mm-mm-mm. Is this just a weird no one wants to invest the money to make the money type of situation? Like, Bulls won't make the playoffs. Minus 1,500. What? So, like, wouldn't you... Isn't that not a good investment strategy, John? What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) The Bulls won't make the playoffs as minus 1,500. That's just free money, right? What are you doing? There's no chance they make the playoffs, right? Don't talk to John about free money. Because he'll he'll mortgage a house. Nets, I mean that's nothing. Do you see? That's minus fifteen hundred. Minus fifteen hundred to make one hundred dollars. Yeah. What if Larry Markkinen is the truth? Isn't that a isn't, <laughs> isn't that a six percent return on investment? What if Hoiberg has been Kaiser Soze in our asses all along? Here's and one. Suddenly, John <laughs> Hawks to Hawks Hawks to not make the playoffs. What do you think it is? Keith, if you want to give me $1,500. I'm just asking you, John. Place for you. I'll do money. it for you. I don't. I have, I have yet to gamble online. I'm just looking at you. I'm looking at you, John. What are the odds the Hawks don't make the playoffs? What's the probability? What's the probability the Hawks don't make the playoffs? Ursan Ilyasova, Dwayne Dedman, first team front court. I'm talking about the Eastern Conference, though, man. I would say, what are they, probably at 70% to not make the playoffs? I would say they're higher than 70% to not make the playoffs. What are the odds? Near Minus 240. Okay, that's not even 70% then. I know. 
That's in that in that a great number? Wouldn't you bet two hundred forty dollars to win hundred bucks that the Hawks will miss the playoffs? That's a lot better than minus fifteen hundred. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these seem that one seems. You start. You started strange on me. <laughs> you went straight to. You went straight to. Here's how you lose your whole roll <laughs> on one bet. Well, I'm looking at like the Nets are minus eight thousand. I'm not talking minus eight thousand. Minus fifteen hundred for the Bulls, who I think are the worst team in the NBA. Okay. See, Keith. Here's how this works. These numbers are designed to make algorithms, you bet on this. Algorithms set. That, in fact, that minus fifteen hundred should tell you a lot about that. The Vegas thinks the Bulls is going to be better than we think. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Here's here's tough ones. Uh, do you think the 76ers to make the playoffs? Minus two forty to make the playoffs. Plus one ninety to miss the playoffs. That seems tasty. Uh, it, it seemed tasty until you told me that it's minus two forty one way and plus one ninety the other way. Yep. Because that also tells you that they think they're going to make the playoffs. Right. No, they definitely do. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, they are like one injury away from just being garbage. Man, if it, I probably would take the no. Yeah. Just for the value. I guess my, my last one looking at these teams. What's the Grizzlies one, man? Come on. Oh. Grizzlies is a coin flip. I think the okay. last I saw, I got a. Well, that's, I, don't, I don't know. That's how depressing. Give me the heat real quick. Plus 100, plus one, minus 130 to miss the playoffs. Okay. Give me the heat real the quick. The heat are minus 200 to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're going to make the heat. They have the to heat make the don't playoffs. Don't make the playoffs. Short of a, like, a really big They had thing. a historically plus bad injury miss. first half last year, and you know the second half they were healthy and they played well. But, I'm, yeah, I don't they think They had a they, great streak for, for a while there. Yeah, they, they, well, to me, I mean, doesn't that make you want to take the heat there? For sure. I would. Let's put let's put some of that uh, podcast money that we're. What do I got to put down? Minus two hundred to make the playoffs. No, nah, I'd ra- I'd rather I'd rather vote against the, the Hawks. Yeah, <laughs> at minus two forty. The um our last one, the Hornets. How much does Dwight kill them? <laughs> <laughs> because Hornets to make the playoffs is minus one seventy five. That seems like a slam dunk to me. Mm-hmm. They just got to beat out the Pistons and the Sixers. Yeah, and the Pacers. I mean, like, MVP who even candidate Andre Drummond's Pistons. Yeah, mm-hmm. Langston Galloway coming to town. Mm. Come on, those are those are yeah, those are pretty good. Any any other wild bets that you guys have seen or need to get over? I mean, I just want to know uh, basically how many games. <laughs> what's the over under on how many games Embiid plays this year? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's don't, that's what I'm interested. To to know. I would say it's 38. Think so. If I actually, if I was setting the line, I, I would set it. Yeah, I'd set it at 40, 40 and a half. I think I'd take the under. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy about it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Come on, guys. Let's, let, let, let's, let's bet. A, let, let's put on a couple hundo on the Hawks to miss the playoffs. <laughs> what does that pay? 40 bucks? That's a great return. Yeah. Isn't that a great return? A all 20% go. return on your investment for an eight month investment? You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> You're on your own. All right, par fade away. What are we looking forward to as we get out of here? Um, I look forward to me calling uh, to Chris Bosch signing with the uh, oh, it's gonna be the beautiful. Cavs and also the uh, corpse of Sean Leonard uh, and Harold Miner uh, calling <laughs> DJ r- 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 Ronnie Cycli <laughs> and we have uh, yeah calling the Cavs Miami of Ohio for the rest of the season. Looking forward to our over unders podcast. Always a lot of fun. Coming in a couple weeks. 
I'm looking forward to the FBI destroying the NCAA basketball uh, slave trade. Mm. Oh, I'm worried about my Jayhawks. They actually oh. won't. Rick Pitino's they out. Will, they will just put in, they will just arrest some assistant coaches and put them in prison. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. Who cares? Right. N- not the rifleman. Looks like Chuck Person's going like to take Chuck the heat. Per- like, Damn it. People this are going like to start flipping. The, they can at least like go after Wesley Person. took down online poker. Right. It's like, yeah. You guys spent years on a sting operation to uncover that Adidas was given $20,000 to high school recruits? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. But yeah, nothing's going to change. Poor kids. It's like you, you saved these poor high schoolers from getting paid money. Right. Rick Patino's premature world? ejaculation under a table at Chili's didn't get him in trouble. But a couple of G's from Adidas is going to do it. That's what un- undid him. That's what's crazy. This is like uh, Al Capone and Rico laws. Yeah. No, no, these these are like like federal laws. It's like, oh, you uh, you convince coeds to have sex mm-hmm. with pr- with recruits. Like yeah. You just you just pressure coeds into <laughs> having sex. Oh, that's that's fine. Oh, you right. gave him 10, hey, man. You gave him ten grand. Oh, that's five years in prison. This, mm-hmm. this is Elliot Ness tactics. Sometimes is that what you got to do? Right. <laughs> All right. Well, good luck in CAA. I hope we tear you down, but I, I I'm not. I'm not hopeful. I think this is just a... No, this was all set up. This has to be this set is up just by a, the NCAA. This is just street-level rips. Yeah. They're not getting any of the fat cats. No, they're we're not, not getting not the... Tr- changing anything. Yeah, they're not getting the... Uh, they're not getting does the, that make Lexington, Kentucky, Amsterdam? <laughs> it, it absolutely does. The entire state of Kentucky is college basketball, Amsterdam. Right. All right, well, you guys, thanks for listening. If you want to get involved with the fantasy basketball or the Slack chat and support us, you can do that at patreon.com slash breakfast. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. All right, you guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fast Break Break, man. You understand? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.